share some things that go on at the bus garage. Well, there's no <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's kind of... <laughs> wait. I love school buses. Can yeah. you hear this? Oh, wait. Can you hear this? My phone's ringing through my hearing aids. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Angie. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Angie. Uh, Corey. You... <laughs> hey, Corey. Hey, Teresa. Hey, Teresa. <laughs> Lori Stone got stung by a bee, and I felt horrible because that school bus pulled away with me on it. Hello and welcome. It's great to be with all of you today for Worth the Journey, a Worthington Schools podcast. My name is Angie Adrian, and I get to serve Worthington Schools as the assistant superintendent. And I'm Jeff Maddox. I am the director of human resources for the Worthington Schools. Together, we are your hosts for this podcast and certainly appreciate you taking the time to hear the stories of those that we get to work alongside of in Worthington schools. There are times in our jobs where we get to hear these great stories, but you kind of look around and you go, oh my gosh, this is an awesome story. There's no one else listening. It happens to me all the time. There are so many great stories in Worthington schools of the people that we get to work with, and this podcast allows us to share those pretty awesome stories. We have amazing people that come to our district every day. What we hope is to, over time, highlight those stories, but also over time, allow people the space to be able to bring us people that we should be sitting with as well. So we hope to hear from people over time to say, hey, please highlight this story or highlight this thing that is going on around the district. That's right. This conversation today is going to be pretty amazing because we get to talk with Teresa Morris. So when you think about a school system and you think what it takes to operate a school system, we kind of think... The teacher, the classroom mm -hmm. teacher. But somebody has to get the students to the building where they can then learn and grow in the classroom. But you know what? They really start their day with one of the most important people in our district. Hugely important. They set the tone. Across America, millions of students nationwide begin and end their day in the presence of a school bus driver. And we get to talk with one today. I was one of those kids who loved to ride a school bus. You did? So when you got on the school bus, like, did you try to dive into the front seat? Or were you like, I'm going all the way to the back. So, I want to be in the back. So allegedly, the cool kids sat in the back. So this might be me <laughs> announcing that I was one of the cool kids. I actually was one of the kids who loved to sit up front because I loved talking to my bus driver. Did you sit right behind the driver or I, to the seat uh, no, to the right to the where side. you could kind of see? Yeah, yep. so and you we would see talk. the driver. So the very first time I rode a school bus, I was standing outside at Clearview Avenue with my friend Lori Stone, who uh, happened to be my first girlfriend ever. And we were standing waiting for the school bus as kindergartners. And as we stood there and waited, uh, Lori Stone got stung by a bee. And I felt horrible because that school bus pulled away with me on it. And Lori Stone was not on the school bus because she got stung by a bee and her mom was tending to her uh, yeah, on at her least first her mom was there tending to her. Her mom was there. The story was going to go that you just left her. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> her mom was standing there. Okay. I have always said, when I retire, I want to drive a school bus. Ooh, that's a lot of responsibility. It's a ton of responsibility. Ton of Teresa will tell us about that responsibility. Those are one of those retirement things. I thought I totally could drive a school bus and interact with the kids every yep. day. I definitely remember yeah. my drivers. Even as a coach, as an adult, you know, when I first started teaching, I also coached teams and our drivers got to know our players and built relationships with our players. So that was pretty cool. Let's move on to Teresa and get to know Teresa um, a little bit more. Hi, Teresa. Welcome. Hi. Welcome, Teresa. Hi. How are you guys all doing today? Good. 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 It's good to have you. Good. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. So, so Teresa loves driving a bus. I'm not sure Teresa really likes being 
in the studio in the middle of a podcast, but we're going to we're going to get the That's most true. out of Teresa. <laughs> She's going to do a great Tracy, job. Tracy, you're amazing. Like tell us a Thank little you. bit about like your history in Worthington and how long you've been in Worthington and uh, Well, I have been in Worthington for 42 years, starting my 43rd in August. Oh and I do truly love what I do. Like you've been doing that for 43 years? Or did yes. you work in a different capacity in transportation? Nope. I've been a school bus driver for Worthington for 43 years. And I drove for Lakeland, Florida for two uh, a year. I'm okay. No, that's great. For a year. Okay. For a year in Lakeland and now here, mm-hmm. 42 years. 42 years here for Worthington. So okay, that so, many years ago, yep. what, what got you interested and driving a school bus. What what did you say, man, that's exactly what I want to do? It's a part-time job. It starts out part-time, and then you have your summers off. You only work 180-some days a year for school. It gives you time to do other things around your house or go on vacations. So you love the flexibility of the work. The, thank you very much, yes. Yeah. Flexibility of the job worked out great for me because my kids were still in middle school and high school. So yeah. Yeah. But you've stayed this long doing it. I did, yes. I thought about doing other things. I tried to become a manicurist, didn't enjoy that. I'd much rather be with the kids, worked that for a month, and I go, oh, I can't handle that. (laughs) I'd much rather have kids than do that, sit in some building, and I get to see the weather, and I get to meet parents, all kinds of people all the time. Yeah, it truly is a people job. So let's talk about the kids. Like, what is it that that gives you fire in your belly um, to be a driver and to to greet kids in the morning? And what does that look like for you? Like, tell me about your process. Well, I enjoy watching the kids come to the bus stop. If they look sad, I make sure I say good morning to all students. I don't care who they are. I don't care how old they are. Even my high school route that I've done for the past year extra over than my normal route. I love saying hi to them in the morning, and I love to get a response back. Mm -hmm. It might take me— Three weeks to a month to get somebody <laughs> to respond back, but I keep doing it until I get a response. That's awesome. I don't stop. What's the percentage of high school students who are sleeping on the bus in the morning, you think? <laughs> uh, some of them are zoning. Uh, most of mine's always been awake. It's my elementary kids when I used to do elementary, because now sure. I do nothing but high school this year yeah. uh, for the last 20 years. Those little guys fell asleep back in the day. Aww. Yeah, but now are. with our later start with yes, high school, maybe that helps. It's changed. Okay. Yeah. I've seen a lot of change in Worthington as far as our times with the buses and redistricting because yeah. of the development and the growth at sure. Worthington. Mm-hmm. I've seen so much of that in the last 42 years. <laughs> you talk about change in Worthington. I mentioned to you, and you laughed um, hysterically, so I I figure there's a story there. But 42 years ago, the number of bus routes and what it took to route the buses 43 years ago compared to now. Oh, my gosh. Tell me a little bit about that. It's quadrupled. I (laughs) I do believe it. There were 24 routes in the district. My actual first bus I was assigned to was a standard, and our sub bus at that time was had fiberglass seats in them. The oh, kids but that was comfortable. Yeah, oh, they would slide. <laughs> kind of like Spirit Airlines. When you see the difference in the quality of our buses that we have, it's real important to get these buses on the road that are safe. Absolutely. And there's such a big improvement. The height of the seats, the padding in the seats. So I got to imagine a lot of people realize this, but there is a ton of things that school bus drivers are expected to know and do that had to have changed over time. Oh, yes. So kind of take us through what you have to do every morning as you get your bus ready before you go pick up that first student. Back 
when I first started, we didn't have a whole lot to do. You're, you just checked the engine, and you made sure the tires were inflated and stuff like that. Now we actually have to watch the drivetrain, and there's a lot we have to do now. We check our brake pads. We check our oil, antifreeze, windshield washing fluid. We're responsible for the drivetrain. We're responsible for the doors opening properly and the lights activating properly. The heat's working for the students so they don't get cold in the wintertime and making sure all the windows open and close, plus the emergency hatches. We got to make sure the buzzers go off on each one of them and make sure you open the, the emergency windows to make sure they all operate properly. And you ran them all down. Teresa, like the, the drills. Oh, I, the remember, I remember fire I was drills. Kid, the fire drills, right? Yeah, we're still doing the three fire drills for each route. You have to do a three fire drills a year to get them all in. So that takes a lot of time, too. And yep. thank goodness the kids listen to the directions because we explain it to a day before so that they know who's going out the back door to help the other students so they don't get injured or hurt. So we do do that process three times a year for each route we do. And the responsibility of the driver to explain the first aid box, the flares and reflectors in case something would happen to a bus and it broke down, you assign that to certain people to take off the bus and then you apply the reflectors yourself, not the students, and you tell them how to get off the bus and where to go for yeah. safety reasons. And We're talking a lot about students and following rules and listening, and there's a particular student that I'd like to know a little bit more about that um, I believe you picked up as a young child. <laughs> I was responsible. You to were take responsible every, every single one of them. School, but no if there's one was. you wanted to leave behind, <laughs> one you wanted to leave behind. I'm glad you didn't leave him behind because you know you he's a he's a pretty good boss now. But but I think he even had to stand on Hard Road. Um, there oh, was actually a bus stop on Hard Road. There but sure was. For those of you that may already know who we're talking about, um, Teresa had the opportunity to pick up Dr. Shrimp Hours. Yes. When he yes, was he just a youngin, um, I could just picture him standing there with his little lunchbox and. Was it? You know. Do you remember the way Scooby Scooby Doo? What was it? Be honest. It was probably a Scooby Doo lunchbox. Wasn't it? I, I think it was. Yeah, I bet it was. Well, how was he as a young student riding that bus? Did he listen to you? Oh, he was a good kid. Oh, sure. Exactly. Was he a front seat student or was he a back seat student? Let's go with back seat. Yeah, okay. we I don't know. The mental image. I got him kind of riding back there in the back with his Scooby Doo. I'm just kidding, Mister Bowers. <laughs> Tell me another story. I have one that I had never forgot. I was there about six years or seven in any way. I had the student that's father passed away, and he'd been a bad student on my bus. He was always up behind me. Kind of like Jeff was, wanting to talk to the driver. Wait a minute, I sat in front thinking I was a good student, but maybe, maybe I have to rethink this. <laughs> well, he was he was always doing things to get up in the front of the bus. I okay. won't say names. I remember his name. I remember his house and where he lived. I'd said something to him after I found out his father had passed that I would come to the showing. And he said, don't you dare. Don't you dare come up. And, I, did, of course, I did what he asked, not go. And to this day, I resent it. I resent not doing that. Mm -hmm. But th there's good things and bad things about Absolutely. everything. But Absolutely. There's a couple of things in our school district that happen in the morning that really people don't realize the magic behind that. One of the things that I highlight all the time is Karen Holt's work as we place subs. But I have the, the opportunity to be at the bus garage. You lost a, a really, really good bus driver in Pete. And I was there in the morning. And I got to see you guys as a family. It was awesome just to be in the space and watch you take care of each other. 
Mm-hmm. But I've also been in that space when I was just there to say hi, and you are an incredible family. So talk to me about those mornings. Pete affected me quite a lot because um, he had been my mother's mailman for years before he retired. He also was just a good neighbor. He lived on the same street as my mother. So that one affected me. I didn't want to say nothing. I just walked through. Then I came back in and I had to say what a good person that man was because he was sweet to my mother. He always called her Miss Norma. (laughs) And he was just a nice guy. So we do go through a lot of emotional stuff over there because it is a family unit and everybody does help and take care of each other. There's times you're laughing together. Oh, yes. There's sometimes you're fighting with each other. It's a true family. That does happen. But in the middle of that conversation, I've never not been there when donuts are not a part of that conversation. There's always some kind of awesome food that you want to eat in the bus garage. You want to eat, yes, but you know you shouldn't, right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It is a good family unit. People bring things in, they bake things and bring it in on certain birthdays and stuff. It's always been like that at Worthington. We're such a close unit. The driver, if the driver's out there and something happens, the closest bus driver heads over to help the person out until the mechanics can get there or a supervisor. I mean, we want to feel connected and we want to feel a sense of belonging when we come to work. We want to be able to come to Worthington Schools because that's where we all work and not call it work. Exactly. Right? I get, and I, don't, I get to get up. And it sounds like that's how you feel. Well, I do feel that yeah, way. Me and too. I love coming to work. Unfortunately, people think maybe I shouldn't, but I love doing <laughs> no. it. Teresa, we're glad you show <laughs> up every day. I'm very happy with what I do. I, I enjoy the parents in the district. The people out there let you out. I drive now for Linworth, and I've been doing that 21 years for just the schools traveling back and forth. The people out there will slow down so I can get out to get the kids transported to the the high school. And it's really nice to know that the public is helping out too out there. You are a part of a series for this podcast and it's called the Rocking Chair Heroes. Oh my. So it's a part of a series. <laughs> and do you know why it's called the Rocking Chair Heroes? Because we're still working. Yeah, no. Like, <laughs> Keep on rocking, every Teresa. Year, <laughs> every year at Convocation, we have our Yes. What do we say? Most seasoned, most most experienced, most experienced employees. And you're going to be sitting in that rocking chair at Convocation this year. How many times have you sat in that chair at, at Convocation? For the last seven years. Wow. You don't have to whisper. That's that. awesome. Seven you years. should be proud of that. Yeah. Be oh, I am. I, I'm very thankful, too, Absolutely. for Worthington School System. Absolutely. You know, because I think it's the best job I've had. Teresa, I truly believe when you think about heroes, people may go quickly to doctors because they save lives or police mm-hmm. and fire because they keep us safe. I but agree. But as a school bus driver, you're truly one of those unsung heroes who make some of the, the biggest impacts on our community. So we, we truly appreciate the work that you do day in and day out for Worthington Schools. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. It means a lot that I still work here too to me because you guys are like my family. One of the questions I get from candidates interviewing for the Worthington Schools is, what do you look for in a candidate? It's simple for me to answer, but it's hard to find. What I look for is I look for somebody who cares how somebody Mm -hmm. feels. Super simple to say that out loud, but really hard to find that character in somebody. And Teresa, you are that person. You care how somebody feels. And it shows your students on your bus feel that. And teachers understand the value of that. And Ange touched on that, and that is how somebody is greeted in the morning 
is going to directly impact how they enter a school building. You, along with all of our bus drivers, do a phenomenal job creating that feeling that allows our schools to be as good as they are because of the way they are made to feel when they're greeted in the morning. I appreciate the comment, and I do try to make the kids feel good about going into school. I know you said you greet kids when they walk on the bus. Do you have like a question of the day or how do you engage in stories or conversations with your kids? We don't really have a lot of time to do too many stories at the bus stop because I've got to watch traffic and make sure they're sitting down. Yeah, we want you to do that. (laughs) Every now and then I'll make comments. I said, oh, I like your hair. You styled it different. And they go, well, thank you. Because you noticed. Or they might have more braids in their hair. How do you sleep with that? And they'll say, we may I'll try to make short statements to them sometimes just to get their attention that I'm paying attention that I do. Absolutely. The little things make a difference. Yeah, Yeah. I think so. Yeah. And and that helps kids feel a sense of belonging and feel like they matter to you and that you're noticing their behaviors and who they are as people. Thank you. That's great. Tracy, you've driven the bus, obviously, for 40-some years for us, which allows and affords you the opportunity to mentor people. When there's a new bus driver coming in, what advice do you give them? Too many of them don't see me because of my hours compared to the normal bus driver's hours because of the type of route I have right now. But when I first meet them, I just shake their hands, tell them, I'm glad to see you're working here. I think you're going to enjoy our district, the job. You're going to enjoy it. You will enjoy it because we all get along pretty well. And it's a good job. You meet all kinds of people. You meet all kinds of kids. You just have to be patient and you have to be firm, not mean, but you have to be firm with them and keep the same rules for all of them. You can't show favoritism to any of the kids. Safety is one of your most important important parts of it, right? That's that's a big job. We ask you as a bus driver to move 50 plus students right from home to school and back back. and be responsible for those students, but your back's to them all the time. Yes, that's true. (laughs) It's been great talking to you what did we what did we not ask you that you think is important to share wow you've asked me quite a nice uh, okay. quite a well, few yeah. nice questions go transportation Yay, go transportation keep hiring people <laughs> anybody want to give a shout out to all of them yeah. have a good summer yes and still pe- summer yes have, <laughs> we still got another month before school starts <laughs> well Teresa, thank you so much for You're spending welcome. some time with us today in the studio we really appreciate the opportunity to talk with you and i think um, jeff would say the same thing we're super grateful for the work that our bus drivers do in the district and anyone would know this any district in the central ohio that there is a, a bus driver shortage we definitely have applications out there and have bus drivers if you're willing to be a bus driver and want to join the team it sounds like it's a pretty fun one it is good we enjoy it they have fun so Teresa, these are super hard doesn't take a lot of thought but you just have to be brutally honest with your responses okay all right and if you say pass i won't let you off the hook i will just simply repeat the question until you give me an answer can we pass are you ready okay i'm ready you ready yeah favorite ice cream flavor probably vanilla can you mix anything with it (laughs) That's a good point, but that's totally boring flavor, though. No, hey, Jeff, that no. was my answer. I know, and I said but the same thing. I added the same. I added to that. Just what not would you? Vanilla. All right. So what? What would you put with your vanilla ice cream to make it awesome? Hot fudge sundae and black walnuts. Ooh, the black walnuts. That's a good mm. addition. If you did not work in education, what type of job would you have? Probably be selling houses. Ooh, nice. Favorite TV show as a kid? The Flying Numb. Oh my gosh, with Sally Field. Well, that was a that would be middle school. Lassie when I was in elementary school. Yeah, Lassie. Yeah. 
That dog was amazing. Was not able to talk, but somehow always found him in the well. Yeah. <laughs> Who was your favorite childhood actor crush? I don't think I had one. Didn't have one? No. Burt Reynolds? Oh, he was good looking, but I wasn't guy. a child. Yeah. It might have been the Trans Am, too. Yeah, well, right? I, mean, I those had one of those, too, because... You I, had a Trans Am? Bicentennial, 19... Did you have the eagle on the hood? Yes, and the, the gold rims, oh. the rubber gold rims. You are Worthington School smoking and Bandit. You are smoky. Yeah. If you were famous, what would you be famous for? I don't know if I'd want to be famous. There's a lot that that's comes fair. along with oh, famous There's a lot, there's that's a a lot of responsibility of... All kinds of things. That's true. Thank if you. you had to eat one meal every day for the rest of your life, what would it be? Probably peanut butter. Ooh, I do like peanut butter. You can put anything with it. You know? uh, yeah, speaking of, usually when I get ice cream, I'll get my ice cream, and then I'll put a scoop of peanut butter in my ice cream because that's really, really good. If aliens landed on Earth tomorrow and offered to take you with them, would you go? If they didn't force me, no. And the last question, which is the most important question. Uh-huh. What is your most favorite cereal of all time? Shredded wheats. Shredded wheat? Uh-huh. The old-fashioned kind without all the sugar on it. Do you put, be honest, you put sugar on that. There's no way you eat that without sugar. I put honey on mine. Yes, there has to be some kind of sweetness you add to it. There's yeah. no way you would eat that without some kind of sweetness. I still will eat that cereal. Are you, are you a fan of grape nuts then? Yes, I am. Grape, I love grape nuts. Yes. I don't know if you know this, but grape nuts was actually voted the worst cereal of all time. Yes. No way. It's yes. like I like eating, grape nuts. It's like eating a bowl of gravel. Thank you so much um, for being a part of this. Oh, wait. Can you hear this? It's My phone's ringing through my hearing aids. Your hearing uh, aids has that's Bluetooth? That's got to be a part uh, of the beginning. That is, that is the greatest in the world. <laughs> Teresa, I want you to answer it. We're used to it. <laughs> Let that person be a part of the podcast. We've got a caller coming in. <laughs> it's our first online caller. Thanks to Teresa Morris for joining us today. You're welcome, and it's been a pleasure, and it has been a good journey for me for my life, yes. If you want to hear more, you can find us on our Worthington Schools website and on Spotify. A big thanks to Corey Carter and our communications team for making this podcast a reality. And of course, to our students at The Ohio State University in the communications department. The journey may not always be easy, but it'll definitely be worth it. Thanks for taking care of each other and have a great day out there.